This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish listeners. Jim, have you seen what Dave Grohl is doing? No. To honor Hanukkah? He's, he's doing the Hanukkah sessions. He's teamed up with a producer named Greg Kirsten, and every night of Hanukkah, they do a cover of a different song that was originally recorded by a Jewish musician. Nice. Here's some samples. Oh, you'll like this one. This is night one. Beastie Boys, obviously. <laughs> Sounded like a Grover or Sesame Street cover there with the voice. <laughs> That's Dave Grohl on drums. He's going for it. And, and vocals. Uh, that, that seems so difficult, by the way. Singing and drumming at the same time. It blows my mind that people can do that. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Come on, get Phil at me. Phil was the man. Yeah. Uh, some of the other songs here. Uh, Canada, getting a lot of love. Our boy from Toronto. Did you ever think you'd hear Dave Grohl covering Drake? Never. That's all right. Uh, here is a, this is a Canadian act. She is known as Peaches. Oh my goodness. You know what song this is? Uh, if it is, we can't play it. <laughs> well, we can only play a limited amount of the tune here. Peaches actually shows up on a uh, like a link Zoom call or something. She starts singing along. It's, it's a pretty cool <laughs> video. These are the Hanukkah sessions with Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Every night he's doing a different Jewish cover. I can tell you one uh, one song he won't be covering. So take a good look at my face. You'll see my that's the legend Smokey Robinson, and apparently Smokey is not Jewish. The reason we know this is he's on Cameo, which is the service, the website that allows you to connect with celebrities, and they'll record a message for you. Mm-hmm. This is Smokey Robinson, a message that he sent out to someone on Cameo. I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jarrah, and they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Happy Chinooka. That is how everybody reads that word when they first see it on a calendar if when you're, you're in grade you're, two. If you're not Jewish, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> happy Chinooka. I just love that he says it five times. I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jarrah, and they wanted me to wish you... Happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is. Happy Chinooka. 
tradition here with Taz and Jim, the fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la game. Our contestant is Dave from Hamilton, who's on his way to Guelph, Ontario for some work. Hey, Dave. Happy holidays. Absolutely. You too? This is what we're going to do. We're going to call, um, I'm going to call the Canadian Tire Gas Bar in Godridge, Ontario. Okay. Driving the lot metropolis of Godridge. Of Godridge, Ontario. One of the prettiest towns in the world. The prettiest town in the world, if you ask their <laughs> sign. <laughs> um, so you have to guess whether or not we're going to randomly, while I'm having a conversation with whoever answers, throw in deck the halls with boughs of holly. Will they be overtaken by the Christmas spirit and give us a fa la 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 la? Or do you think they'll just hang up on us? I believe that they will sing along in the spirit of Christmas. You think they're going to sing along? Let's give it a try. Canadian Tire Gas Bar in Godridge. Good morning, Canadian Tire Gas Bar. Darlene speaking. Hi, Darlene. How are you this morning? Good. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you in the holiday spirit? Of course. Uh, can you use Canadian Tire money to buy gas? No, you cannot. Mm, deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> Do you get Canadian Tire money when you buy gas? You only get points right now. We don't have the Canadian Tire money right Oh, now. okay, probably because it can be dirty for COVID and stuff, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Could I use Canadian Tire points to buy a gift card that could then be used for gas? No. No, you can always use your points over at Canadian Tire store. Which is still a great deal. Yep. I love Canadian Tire. They've got everything. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. You still there? Yep. <laughs> Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. What time's your shift end? I'm done at 12 today. You're done at 12. Okay, so we still got some time here. We'll keep going. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> Keep going. Nope, I can't sing. I'm terrible singing. No, that was good. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. I got to tell you, it's Taz and Jim calling. We're uh, on the radio. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being so wonderful. You have a Merry Christmas. I appreciate yes, your Merry time Christmas this morning, you okay? Okay. Dave, how about that, buddy? Oh, what a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) She did it, though. The struggle is real. Thank you to Darlene there. She was fantastic. And because of her, you've just won $100 in Lotto Max. If you do win the jackpot, maybe throw something Darlene's way, right? Absolutely. I've had great to God, Rich. <laughs> Imagine how many Canadian Tire points you would get with oh, $32 yeah. million dollars spent. But just remember, you can't use them to buy gas. You have to use them <laughs> in the Canadian Tire store. Dave, before we let you go, deck the halls with boughs of holly. 
Another crazy video to tell you about. This one uh, came our way. It's a video of a guy playing golf down there in Florida, and his golf ball lands on the tail of an alligator, Jim. Play the ball as it lies. Yeah, you can't move that thing. Well, here is the audio of the, the man trying to get the ball off of the alligator's tail. Give me my ball! Give it here! Pop it up! I swear to God, I'll rip it out of you! Give me the... Give me the ball, alligator. Ooh, that went sideways fast. <laughs> Headbutted an alligator. Okay, here's the actual audio. So this is a guy, uh, for whatever, it must be a Pro V1 or an expensive <laughs> ball to go and try and retrieve it off of an alligator's tail. It's going to whip you with that tail, dude. If you're lucky. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He snatches it and the thing runs away, jumps in the water. No way. Yeah. He got it off the tail? Yeah, you got to love the buddy, eh, doing the commentary. <laughs> Encouraging him. <laughs> when your buddy, you guys have a couple beers in you when you're laughing like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. And you know that if your arm gets grabbed by the alligator, he's going to make a tough decision to keep filming or to help you, and it's probably going to be keep filming. Yeah. Do I grab a club, go over there, and, and start hitting the thing? put myself at risk or do i rack up the hits you gotta go for hits <laughs> this day and age it's all about those uh those likes those instagram yeah. views yeah subscribe now maybe another one of my friends will get eaten by an alligator yo yo smash that like <laughs> button and maybe my friend will be mauled by a bear next week <laughs> We gave Manny, Hammer Manny, a little bit of an assignment. Uh, he's been watching The Mandalorian on Disney. And he's been watching it with his mom. Great song, by the way. Love the music on this show, Jim. Yeah. I like just that whatever that whistle sound is anytime he The Mandalorian shows up on screen. Is it a didgeridoo? Well, I don't it know what like it is. Whoa, whoa. Well, Manny, uh, we asked you to get your mom to review season one of The Mandalorian when she was done watching. And you guys wrapped things up this week, right? That's right. You're all good to go. You're loving the show, correct? Oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. Uh, you were completely right when you said that. It's just a great and well-put-together show, man. I, uh, I, I can't get enough of it. Okay. Well, I can't wait to find out what your mom thinks of the show. Here's a little audio of Manny talking to his mom. So, Ma, huh? we just finished watching season one of The Mandalorian. Yes. And I was wondering, <laughs> what is your takeaway from it? I like Baby Yoda. <laughs> and I like to have a pet like that. Pet like him, I should say, not that. And... Yeah, don't disrespect Baby Yoda. Don't call him a that. Get your pronouns right, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Pet like him. Are we sure Baby Yoda's a him? I, th I do think he's being referred to as, as a him a on the show. Right. Okay, sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt, Mom DeLorean. And I don't like a lot of fighting of that, that guy who is that Mandalorian guy constantly. At least I want to see his face. So you think he fights too much? 
yeah he fights kind of too much you know but only i like him because he's good to yoda so you'd like to see him maybe be a little bit more playful with baby yoda maybe have a yeah, little bit more fun kind of something like maybe that. go to like a mcdonald's play place or something <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds good that sounds so, good yeah that sounds okay. good but did you like the mandalorian overall season one you liked it i liked it i liked it and uh, the guy is bounty hunter is he Mandalorian? Yeah. He's what a hunter. He? He's a he's a hunter, yes. Yeah, that's what it is. What did you so what was your favorite part, the Mandalorian? I told you already. Baby Yoda? The whole thing is about Baby Yoda. That's about it. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you. She loves Baby Yoda. Like she everybody does. else on the planet. <laughs> does she ask questions while you're watching the show, Manny? Well, like who's that? What's going so on? Fascinated. She's she's watched CGI. an entire season and she still doesn't understand that Mandalorian's a bounty hunter. Yeah, exactly. Because her focus is just Baby Yoda. The whole thing is about Baby Yoda. That's about it. Man, this story is uh, it's a little bonkers. Thorold, Ontario. Two women kept a decomposing body of a man for four years. In the basement. Why would they do that, Jim? Why not, Taz? It's 2020. <laughs> Might as well hedge your bets. No, they did it because they thought he was going to resurrect because of some prophecy. Yeah. They they mummified the body, and they were going to try and resurrect the mummy with this body that they had held on to for four years. That is insanity. It's crazy that one person would think this is a possibility, but that two people could get were on, on the, the same, same boat here. Yeah. How do you bring that up the first time? Hey, we're going to keep Gary in the basement, and four years from now, we'll do a ritual, and he'll come to life as the mummy. Can't we do it next weekend? Nope. <laughs> it has to be four years. Ugh, the smell. Yeah, you'd think so. The mummified body was found on the toilet as well. It's interesting. I wonder if it was like an Elvis situation. They just left him where he died or if they set, sat him there. It was part of the prophecy. Like maybe that was, I don't know, part of it. Yeah, who knows? Or just it was like the only room they could keep it out of the way. Recite the chant at midnight, four years after death, and he will rise from the porcelain throne. <laughs> It's weird. I, it's it's hard to joke about it because there is a body involved. Uh -huh. So what is going on here? Well, here's another clue. Police also determined that $95,000 was missing from the dead man's bank account. Mm, so this is... Mm. Maybe another motive. <laughs> the whole mummy resurrection thing could be a cover. Yeah, that's a plead insanity move right there. Right. Huh. Yeah, Manly Crescent in Thorold, November 24th, 2019. Do a welfare check on this guy who hadn't been seen in a number of years. Poor guy. It yeah. took a number of years before anyone said maybe we should check on him. They, uh, they found out he died in 2015. And hmm. these two women are now facing some serious charges. Because occasionally if it's somebody that they're close with or somebody 
that they live with, maybe a spouse, they can keep collecting welfare checks or maybe their retirement fund or whatever. I wonder if it's one of those situations where you pretend the person is alive so you still get the checks in the mail. Yeah, could be. And then the checks stopped coming, so they needed to resurrect the guy so he could go down to Service Ontario, fill out some paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Reset it for another five years. Yeah. Get some Serb checks. Yeah, sorry to wake you up. We just need you to go down and fill out some some paperwork, get your John Hancock on some (laughs) documents, and then you can go back on the toilet there, Gary. Picture this. Christmas morning, you come down the stairs. You look at the plate of cookies you left out for Santa couple of carrots for the reindeer cookies gone just crumbs carrots bites out of them glass of milk spilt you know you got a visit from old saint nick or maybe there's just a raccoon living in your christmas tree (laughs) no (laughs) video uh, posted online a woman in florida she saw something moving in her christmas tree didn't know what it is got the camera out Initially, I think she thought it was a cat, uh, but as she got closer, she realized what she was dealing with. See if there's some furry body inside the Christmas tree. No, it's not a cat. What is that? Is that a squirrel? Oh, it's a raccoon. No! <laughs> and she let her dog out to scare the raccoon away, pulled the whole Christmas tree down. There's my beautiful tree. There's the raccoon. Again, I, just, I don't know There's what I was dog. thinking. I let the dog back out. The dog pulled the raccoon from the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree came down with the raccoon. She sleeps right there in front of it. I've never had an animal in seven years come through that door. Yeah, I'd be terrified. How would you deal with that situation, Jim? I would do the same. I'd let the dog chase it out. You open the door, open, have a couple egg points of exit. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and let Bruce the dog deal with the situation. Yeah, she seemed to, yeah, have a broom, you know, maybe it's something to block your legs. Uh-huh. You know, classic animal in the house move. She seemed very cavalier about the fact that there was a raccoon in her house. Oh, it's just a raccoon. Well, she vicious. Was, she was screaming. Yeah, she's like, is this girl? Oh, it's a raccoon. I would be shocked. Yeah. Is it true? Are are raccoons really that vicious? Because I've heard the horror stories too. They'll rip your face off. They've got the claws. Don't get too close. I've never heard of anyone I know getting attacked by a raccoon. I think the vast majority of city raccoons are too fat and stuffed with McDonald's and whatever else they find in the garbage to really be aggressive. But if you find a raccoon on the farm, they are tough. They are mean. Um, like if you hit it in the head with a shovel, it won't even phase it. Wow. Like they are, they're strong. Country raccoons are the ones to be afraid of. Of course. Hmm. They play a lot of, uh, high level hockey, <laughs> work on the farm. Scrappy. They bailed a lot of hay yeah, in those raccoon worked. summers. They just got that little strength. Country yeah, strength. They got you know? that, that farm hand strength. <laughs> <laughs> when you first brought the story up, I thought she set the tree up with the raccoon in it the whole time. Like uh, you, National Lampoon. decoration? Or just like it was sleeping in there. Well, it may have been. It was doing everything. It was living in the tree. Huh. I, and I guess if a raccoon got into your house, it saw a tree in the living room, be like, hey, this is kind of cool. I'm used to sleeping <laughs> in these things. Feels like home. Yeah. Hmm. So be careful. If you see a little movement in the tree on Christmas morning, it might not be an elf. Could be a country raccoon. (laughs) Looking to rip your face off.
There's some furry body inside the Christmas tree. No, it's not a cat. What is that? Is that a squirrel? Oh, it's a raccoon. No, don't do it! Don't do it! Video online of a woman who found a raccoon in her Christmas tree down in Florida. And we are talking about raccoons, apparently tough little creatures. You keep hearing the stories about how dangerous raccoons can be. Personally, I don't know anyone who's been attacked by a raccoon, but we've got some calls coming in here. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, Taz. Good morning. This is uh, Matt Vanderspank. Call me Spanky, bud. Spanky. I a, yeah. I, I had a good story about a raccoon I thought you might uh, be interested in hearing. Yeah. Have you been attacked by one? I have not personally, but I know my father has had some run-ins with them uh, back in the day. We lived in an old farmhouse, and I guess uh, a raccoon used to climb underneath the stairwell up into the uh, the attic somehow. So finally one day my dad boarded that up when he knew the raccoon was in there. And the, uh, the raccoon came down, found the boards, broke through the boards, and my dad was waiting with a shovel. Raccoon got through. He hit it in the head with the shovel as hard as he could. Uh-huh. This thing got up, looked at him, and then walked off. Didn't run, didn't crawl, just walked. Wow. Yeah. But the shovel, yeah. at least, kind of showed him who was boss. The raccoon yeah. gave up at that point and was like, okay, I'll leave. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it, it knew that, you know, it, it was beat, but, yeah, I guess I'll pick another place. Impressive, though, to karate chop his way through a couple boards <laughs> to get out of the attic. Oh, that thing persevered, man. I, I don't know how, like... Yeah. Imagine yeah, those so. boards were your face. Oh, God. <laughs> no no thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Merry Christmas, eh? Yeah, you too, Spanky. <laughs> Must Well, it was. It was a farmhouse. Must have been a country raccoon, Jim. You know it. Those country raccoons. Different breed. Yeah. It's not like those soft city raccoons. <laughs> You see, sifting through the garbage. Sure. I'm surprised that country raccoon didn't go grab a beer with the dad afterwards. And said, oh, no, but let bygones be bygones. Yeah, hey, you won. You won. Good scrap. <laughs> it's like at Mitchell Cornfest. If you get in a fight over uh, over the slow pitch game, Jim, you, you just you get it do- done and over with, and then you head to the beer tent with the guy. Yeah, you put the shovel aside, <laughs> and you say, let's have a beer. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.